When you're willing to use your voice, first you have to recognize that you have one. You got to recognize that no matter your past, you were given a voice and your voice was given not to keep to yourself. Your voice is not a secret. And you have to be willing to use every experience that's ever happened in your life, not as a fortress holding you from using your voice, but as the fuel on why you will use your voice. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. You want to inspire people with your voice from your child to your sibling, to your significant other, to your community, to the world, to this room. Be willing to love me enough to tell me your truth. Then love me enough to tell me my truth. Then love me enough to just tell me the truth. Be willing to touch the edge of your own comfort zone. You show me yours and I'll show you mine. You show me your heart and I'll show you my love. You let me know that you're willing to be imperfect and still have a perfectly giving, serving, loving life. Then you give me permission to let my imperfection out into the world too. See, you want to speak at another level? You got to be willing to love at another level, forgive at another level, show up at another level, speak up at another level, pray at another level. You have to be willing on every level to up level who you be on a daily basis. Just saying. And recognizing that when you open up and use your voice, everything that comes out after you speak really doesn't belong to you. See, it's very difficult to speak phenomenally and to not be good, not be great, but to be what? Unfreaking forgettable. It's difficult to be unforgettable while you're still trying to look good. (laughs) You can't do two things as chasing two rabbits. See, unforgettable has everything to do with serving at a level so high, so big, so massive that people feel like they have to change their lives because they crossed your path. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. See, see, when you're willing... To use your voice, first you have to recognize that you have one. You got to recognize that no matter your past, you were given a voice and your voice was given not to keep to yourself. Your voice is not a secret, says the secret teacher. (laughs) And you have to be willing to use every experience that's ever happened in your life, not as a fortress holding you from using your voice, but as the fuel on why you will use your voice. You got to be willing to not stand in your story, but stand on your story. Yes. It's not in spite of your past that you get to be amazing, that you get to be a change agent, that you get to transform lives. It's because of your past that you're perfect for such a job. When you own it like that, see, there's no question in my certainty about my life. 
can you walk with that level of certainty so that when the wind comes and when the wind blows and it will come and it will blow and it will be a storm and it will be a tornado and it will look like divorce and it will look like bankruptcy and it will look like an illness and it will look like a loss. When it comes, it will rock you, but it won't move you. See, when you stand in that certainty, y'all breathe. That's how y'all look. Y'all like, damn, she intense. (laughs) They didn't give you the memo? I came for your breakthrough. I came to inspire you beyond any other moment. You may have had some inspiration around how you use your voice, how you own the power of your voice. Because see, at one time, I didn't know I had a voice. I didn't know someone would listen to my voice. I didn't know my voice mattered. I remember I was the first class of bus students to the valley right here in Canoga Park. And I always say they told us in the inner city that we were going to the valley, (laughs) but they forgot to tell the valley we were coming. (laughs) And I remember I'd never seen myself as anything less than anybody. I just didn't have that conversation until I went there. And I remember they were having tryouts for Charlie's Angels. Remember Charlie's Angels? You young bucks, I'm not talking about the new ones. <laughs> talking about the old school Charlie Angels. You know Farrah Fawcett and Kate Jackson, right? And they were having tryouts for Charlie's Angels and the bionic woman. You remember Lindsay Wagner? Yeah. Lindsay Wagner was amazing. And I said, oh my God, this is my chance. See, I had been teased every day of the school year. There was this one kid, Brian. And Brian would remind me every day that God had made a mistake when God had created me. He would say things like, Lisa, God dropped you in the tar pit. And God left you in the oven too long. And I summarized it as, damn, I'm God's mistake? Really? And every day Brian would do that. So about three months into the school year when they had tryouts, I was always athletic. Well, I lived in South Central, so I was just fast. Let me be honest and clear. (laughs) But we can transcribe that to athletic. So when they had tryouts, I said, oh my God, if I try out and I make it and I become one of Charlie's angels or I become the bionic woman, then I belong. See, I just wanted to belong. Anybody know what I'm talking about when you just wanted to belong? Hands up, one hand up or two hands up if that's really you. I just wanted to belong. Whether you wanted to belong to your family, you wanted to belong to your community, I just wanted to belong by any means necessary. So I was excited on this day. I mean, I'm practicing at home. I'm doing all the little things I think they might ask us to do. And 40 girls, 40 excited girls stepped up to the line to be considered to do the three things that you had to do, the three challenges you had to cross in order to become one of the Charlie's Angels or the Bionic Woman. I was the only little chocolate girl there, just looking like a little kiss. (laughs) So the first event was the 100-yard dash. Ready, set, go. And I ran, 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 ran. When I crossed the finish line, the first person had just hit the 50-yard mark. Lisa Nichols wins the first event. I'm like, yes, one down, two to go. I'm almost in. I'm almost going to belong. Second event, 
Second event, oh my God, they had so many things. They kept deciding. And now it's like 20 girls left. And we're all standing there and there. Okay, so now we want you guys to jump over a chair. And every girl jumped over the chair. And they jumped and some didn't quite clear the chair. (laughs) Some parents had to go to the dentist (laughs) immediately. But I did something different. When I bent down to go over the chair, I did a little extra. When I came up, I went and I leaped over the chair and I landed and then I threw some Wonder Woman on them. They were confused. They didn't know what hit them. They said, Lisa Nichols won the second event as well. And then the third and final event was the roll, stop, and freeze, sucker. You remember that? That was very important. You have to do your hair right. (laughs) And I did it perfect on the dime. So when the final eight, nine girls are standing on the line, I'm like, oh my God, my life is going to change right now. I'm going to belong. See, the people that you're going out to speak to, the people that you'll speak to -to one-to-one or one-to-small group or one-to-many or online through a webinar or Facebook or however you touch them, all they want to do is belong. And so I'm standing on the line, and I'm like, oh, life is about to look way different. The first thing I'm going to do is get my other Charlie's Angels girl, get my bionic woman, and we're going to go and punch Brian. (laughs) First, I got to get in. I mean, I was in the fifth grade, y'all, right? And so they said, Charlie's Angels number one. Okay. Diane. Okay, that's not my name. (laughs) Diane is excited. Oh my God, yes, yes. She goes to the side. Now there's three judges, three girls and one guy. He must be Charlie, but it's cool. (laughs) Charlie's angel's number two. I'm so excited. Teresa. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. I got one more Charlie's angel's or the bionic woman. That's all right. It's all right, it's good. Charlie's angel's number three. Kim, I like the bionic woman anyway. She just shows strength. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. And the bionic woman, Linda. Yeah, that's not my name. I thought they made a mistake. They meant to say Lisa until I saw Linda running over to the judges, jumping up and down and running with her other new team members, new super sheroes, jumping up and down. I realized that's okay. They said they was going to pick one alternate, one alternate. I'll be the alternate. Somebody got to get the flu, the chicken pox. <laughs> somebody, somebody. I'm going to be right there. I'm not missing a day of school. The day she missed school. One of the things I've realized after conducting well over a thousand interviews with the world's greatest thought leaders in everything from entrepreneurship to spirituality to health and wellness to relationship is that life is enormous And there are so many ways we can make our life better and better in every way, in every single day. If you're successful in just one area of life, you might just suck in another. I've known billionaires whose romantic lives were in shambles. I've known incredibly emotionally intelligent people who just couldn't make money. And that's totally fine. It doesn't matter where you are. Life doesn't have to stay the same forever. You're not cursed or destined to be miserable or unlucky in love or struggling to make ends meet. 
you will just never thought how to have it all, how to do things differently, how to master the human experience from a mind, body, and soul perspective. This is where Mind Valley membership comes in. When you become a Mind Valley member, you are coached by the greatest teachers in the world. You get to live a life beyond your wildest dreams and learn the best systems, protocols, methods, step by step by step in just 20 minutes a day to get there. You become the man or woman that you've always aspired to be. And this happens in the easiest, most effective way because of the Mind Valley transformational model. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now. Don't settle for ordinary. Don't settle for your life the way it is now. Aspire to step into your greatness. I'm gonna be right there. And the alternate, Shelby. I stood there for a moment. I can hear a few boos, a few people upset. And I finally mustered up the nerves to go over to the judges. And I still wonder, why did I do that? It sent me in a spiral for years, but in the moment I didn't know what they were about to say. I didn't know what was about to hit me right in the face. I said, excuse me, why didn't you choose me? I won every single event. I ran the fastest. I rolled, stopped and freeze sucker on the dime and the asphalt was hot. I jumped over the chair and I made the sound effects. <laughs> and one of the judges, long, beautiful blonde hair. She said, Lisa, we know you won every event, but we couldn't choose you. Which Charlie's Angels or the Bionic Woman will you ever look like? And that day was the day that I began to blame myself for my story. I don't know if any of you have ever been born into a conversation or an experience, an economic reality, a geographical location, an origin, a culture, a religion. You ask yourself one day or another, why me here? And so I begin this conversation, why me? Why me this skin? Why me this community? Why me this culture? Why me this family? Why couldn't I have been born in Canoga Park where I visited, where it looked like everything was great and they got to be the super sheroes? Why? For the next 15 years, I asked that. For the next 15 years, I sat inside a personal blame and more than anything, shame conversation. Anybody know what I'm talking about? For the next 15, all I tried to do was prove I was good enough, prove I was smart enough, prove that I was worthy of choosing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And then I discovered that I wanted to begin to use my voice. I could hear this thing in my voice when I spoke. I think there's something, I think there might be a gift up under all that junk. (laughs) And I began to try my voice out. And I was in a church, I was delivering a poem. I won't do all of it, but the beginning of it was something like this. My beautiful sisters frying their brains, going insane right at the end of my block. My beautiful brothers exterminating, terminating, and self-assassinating all for the sake of the rock at the end of my block. See, it was about my community and it was in my church. I wanted to let them know that I saw them. My mother, my beautiful brothers exterminating, terminating, and self-assassinating all for the sake of my rock, my block. 
Mama's being robbed on my back doorstep. Babies are being killed right at my feet. Brothers executing brothers on my front line. Oh, someone's grandfather's dying from not enough to eat right at the end of my block. What is this bizarre, deranged, and insane occurrence? This is life, breath, and existence in my world. At the end of my block, should I run? Should I hide? Should I leave? Damn, I want to cry. Should I become a part of the problem? Lord, how do I become a part of the solution? All I know is that I will be a part of something good right here, right now, on my block. And at the end of the speech, I got a roaring standing ovation from the 15,000 people that were in this church. It was the biggest audience I'd ever spoke in front of. As I walked through the audience, people put their hands on my shoulders. Lisa, job well done. And all of a sudden, I heard this voice that was so familiar with this hand on my shoulder. She said, you were amazing. And I turned around and I looked and it was television's bionic woman, <laughs> Lindsay Wagner. <laughs> I immediately said, I wanted to be you in the fifth grade. I ran real fast. I won every event. I did the, you know how you hold on to your junk, right? Come on, you guys. How many of you, your future is trying to open up to you, but you won't let go of your past? Come on, you guys. Let's just tell the truth. There's a lesson in this story. So many things are trying to come to you. So many doors are trying to open, but we're so attached to who we've been that we can't quite become all of who we're supposed to be. In that moment, I said, I did you. I bend down. I jumped. I do, 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 do. <laughs> no, really, I did that. I said it. I'm not just saying that for y'all. I was all in my story. Some of us are all in our story. And I looked at her. I said, they said I couldn't be you because I was black. They said I couldn't be you because I'd never look like you. And I knew I could never make myself look like you. I do a lot of things well, but I don't do blonde. <laughs> I didn't say that part, but I had to say that. <laughs> I have to say that right now. <laughs> I said I wanted to be you and they wouldn't let me be you. And I began to cry. And I, as you can see still years later, it's still that thing for me. And she looked at me with the most gentle, beautiful hand. And she said, sweetheart, she said, I'm an actress. She said, I'm in Hollywood. She said, you, with your journey, you are the true bionic woman. Thank you. And... Something shifted that day. I no longer could fit in my old story. There becomes a time when you no longer fit in your old story. I think that day is today. That there's a new part two trying to be born for you. It requires you to own every part of the past, but own every part of the possibility. And on the other side of that, the diamonds that will drop out of your mouth, 
the diamonds that will come birthing from your soul, the seeds that will be planted and the harvest that will grow, you will be barely recognizable. But better than that are the people around you, how their lives will shift. Because when you change you, it's just one person. But when you become a force to be reckoned with, then your voice permeates over 800 people or so. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.